Uh, I have just had to change my trousers because it's absolutely <laughs> booking it down, and I've been I've just oh. been to pick Arthur up. I've got like light grey trousers. It looks like I completely like piss myself. Uh, mm. But uh, yes, <laughs> it's a nice change from the dumping of snow we've had. Did you get much snow I've your did, way? I've, did, I've had to change my trousers. People would have thought it'd been raining. <laughs> did you uh did you get any snow fun around your way not not like not really we only get it when it's like really bad um obviously buxton's like shut off so you're you always mm. any anytime anybody mentions the word snow buxton gets all oh, God, of the yeah. snow ever um, oh yeah <laughs> oh ours is just pitiful and the amount of t- I, I was in work on wednesday i was in the office and yeah. um it was on oh no, a Thursday. Was it Thursday? It was Thursday, and it was like a you know that was the big snow day when it all sort of fell, and the yeah. amount of people sending pictures in of like yeah. the shittiest amount of snow on the on yeah. the you know on the top of the car. Oh, I don't I don't <laughs> think I'm going to risk coming in today, and I'm just like <laughs> f- off bullshit. But well, anyway, every no, time we... I was going to say every time it snows around here like that, like it has done, I and mean, we've not had it this much in in a few years really. Um, but it's that thing that what we've been doing every day is so like Thursday and Friday and Saturday, even obviously we're working a bit from Friday and then it would get to like three o'clock and I'll stop working now, get the kids ready and we'll walk to the pub and uh, like yeah, had an adventure nice. to the pub and then we'd sit and have a few pints and maybe a bit of food and then we'd walk back and have a snowball fight with the kids on the way home. And uh, we did that with friends yes. on, on Thursday and Friday and then we did it again on Saturday, but obviously without the work bit. And it, it reminds me of, um, yeah. remember when we got snowed in in Sheffield in my in my flat? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. We did yeah. exactly the same yeah. thing. I like, had an expedition to the pub and we sat by an open fire and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was uh, great, it was wonderful. How many, um, how many inches did you get? One, <laughs> a two? Hey, that's what she said. I'm Dave, hey. and I'm Greg, and we love watching films, great films, bad films, blockbusters, classics. Indie films, cheesy films, superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Uh, I Uh, think, I I mean, it depends. If you don't count where there is drift. So our friends who live up in the sticks a little bit. (laughs) We've got like literally as, as if that's as as if that is like that is something in your sort of like common vocabulary. Yeah, like because you live in Buxton. Well, if you if you don't catch uh, count the the drift. <laughs> well, yeah. well, like so I'm not kidding. Like, our, our, our friends who live out in the sticks, like up in up, up on um on like by the moors, sort of up out there, mm. um, they live proper in the sticks. The drifts were like literally seven foot high. Their road, they had this seven foot wall like either side of this road wow. and, the, and the road was full up to the wall in the middle of j- just snow wow. um, and they didn't get out to 1pm yesterday so I, I reckon we had we probably had between half a foot and a foot realistically like maybe up to a foot in places like that was just from falling but then obviously to the side of the roads where it drifts you get like several feet in some places so it's quite exciting yeah it's good oh, that's, wow. that's the world we live in yeah uh, <laughs> It's been a great weekend. It's been a nice four-day weekend, um, oh. and uh, we've uh, been doing a lot of pubbing. The kids are very much pub fit now, so it was like pub. You guys sit in the corner. Um, the adults will sit down yeah. here, and uh, yeah, they, they know what the they know what the sketch is. So it was all good. 
What has your weekend evolved? Awful. It's been a terrible, terrible weekend. Has it? All last week, Max. Yeah, it's been crap. Max has Max has been like verging on an illness oh, like yeah. all last week, and then like Zach got it um, on maybe like I think it was. In fact, it was last Sunday he started turn like the turn. You yeah. know, like getting ill. So he had that sort of like Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. He was all right Wednesday. Yeah. Max is really kicked in on like Thursday, but Friday she was just out for the count. Like she didn't even get out of bed. Yeah. And then um, Saturday morning, I got up to take Zach to football and I was like, Ben feels a little bit warm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And I took Zach to football at like nine, got home at like, I don't know, 10 or whatever. And Max was like, Ben's still in bed. Oh, man. He's not well. And it's like, it sounds awful. I was saying this to Max. I was like, obviously, I don't want any of my kids to be ill. But when Ben's ill, yeah. it's so much more difficult yeah. because you can't get medicine in him. Yeah. Um, you, you can't tell you like you know if if he's in pain or anything like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. so much more difficult. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, literally, that was it. Was a tough weekend oh, to be honest. Man. But uh, but when it came around, you know, towards like. Last night ish, he sort of started coming round, and then he woke up absolutely fine today. So he went into school. Wow. Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that lots of fun. That um, it's got me th- sort of thinking a little bit. Like this doesn't have to make the cut, but it's just something I want to tell you anyway. Mm. Um, we do this reading thing in school now, where like twenty five minutes a day, three times a week, every kid is read to by a teacher, and all the ki- every kid okay. has a copy of their oh, own nice. book. And uh, so I've just finished with my year nines, a book that I read years and years ago and I've forgotten about it. And now having children, especially like with my lad, Arthur, read it in a complete, from a completely different point of view. Um, have you read The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime? No, but I've, it, was this turned into like a play or something? Yeah. So it's a stage show as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Right, no, I've not. You ha- You have to watch, you have to read it. You have to read yeah. it. It's it's okay. it's so good, and like it's, I think it's it's essential reading for anyone, really. But espe- mm. especially if if you've got a kid on the on the on the spectrum, wherever mm. on the spectrum, it just it's just such an insight, and it's so well done. It's incredible. Wow. Um, so yeah, I'd I'd definitely say it's worth it's worth giving a read. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. I will I will definitely check um, it out. It's that time of the week, Greg, before we jump into the news. He's back. He's right here. Well, He's watched some very episode, inappropriate right? films. Well, um, come on, step we up cue, to the Do we still cue that music? This is Zachary. Do we still do that? Why not? Let's do that. We've not done it, but for the first time in season five, Greg, let's cue that music. Cue that music. Okay, so coming up, we are going to be chatting about, well, at the time of recording, last night's 95th Academy Awards, the Oscars, um, and probably probably already checked out what's been going on there, and spoiler alert, Everything Everywhere All at Once, a film that we really enjoyed last year, absolutely swept up. So we'll be chatting about that, and we'll be also having this week's film news, then later on in the week, for the second instalment of Dads on Film, uh, we'll be having a bit of catch up with the films we've been watching, including the film that landed on Netflix last Friday. It's the new Luther Sun Has Fallen. Sun Has Fallen? Is that Fallen what it's called? Sun. Fallen, Fallen Sun. Fallen Sun. Some sort of <laughs> epic name for it, because this is a film, so we're going to make it epic and to show that it's definitely not TV. <laughs> anyway, that landed on Netflix last week, and we will be chatting about that. 
on the, the second installment of Dads and Fun. I'm very excited to talk about that with you, if I'm perfectly honest. So, so am I. Take a breath, yes. Dave. We're diving in. This is the news. Okay, here we are. Right, so before we get into Oscars, let's let's have a little bit of catch-up about just general news from uh, the week. Okay. Um, we will touch on the Razzies, or, you know, it uh, doesn't matter how disgusting they are it's quite funny uh, we'll uh, we'll have yeah. a little touch out about the razzies and then obviously we'll talk about the oscars so a few things then to talk about um first of all we don't usually do tv news um in the news section but we're going to do it anyway um the bear season two uh, is coming in oh. i think it's june they've announced the uh, the release date of it um and a little yes. sort of teaser trailer was released as well which is really cool i cannot wait it's mm. so good it's so so good. There's so much um, to look forward to. So we've got that to look forward to, and it's worth mentioning as well. I know it's not news, but Ted Lasso season three starts today mm. or tomorrow at the time of release this week anyway, and I'm okay. very much looking forward to that because I bloody love Ted Lasso. I didn't like Absolutely the last season. It. Well, you're wrong. I mean, we spoke like we spoke it. about we spoke about it at length last year, didn't we? And my my reasons why yeah. I, I wasn't quite as on board uh, with Ted Lasso. I just love the in, I just love the innocence. I love the innocence. Yeah. I just like yeah. it's just it's not trying to be anything. It's just ah, it's refreshing. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> speaking of Ted Lasso, um, Hannah Waddingham, obviously who plays, um, yeah. uh, what's her name in it? I can't remember now. Rebecca. Rebecca. There you go. Um, Hannah Waddingham, who plays Rebecca in uh, Ted Lasso, has just signed on to star in uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. So that was the reason behind Tom Cruise not being there last night at the Oscars. Was it? Um, Because they're they're, well, exactly, because they're deep in filming (laughs) um, of uh, uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. But yeah, uh, Hannah Waddingham has joined the cast. Fine, cool. Um, Yeah. She. She's just been popping up in loads of little bits, hasn't she? So like, she popped up in uh, Hocus Pocus two, and we were like, "Huh, well, yeah, there's Hannah Waddingham." Yeah, yeah, she's okay. Not on it in it again <laughs> after that first five minutes. Very strange. Yeah, uh, I think that may have been like um, after the matter type thing, you know, like dropping her in yeah. in post production or something like that. But whatever. Maybe. There yeah. You go. I um, really, I really like. I find her really compelling. Like, oh no, she is. I, she's I'm great. Sure her. She, yeah, and like it's it's mad, isn't it? Because I mean, I suppose like for, certainly for me, I didn't really know her particularly till Game of Thrones. I know she's done like yeah. loads of UK. TV she was in before that. You know what? I realized she was in, and I, I never watched it because it's just Bad not education. for me. No, no. So. Uh, the TV was on on Netflix yesterday and it was almost yeah. like that Netflix screensaver, you know, where it just kind of goes through pictures from like TV shows and it was yeah. Benidorm. Right. Oh, yeah. And I was like, just looking at it going, oh, I hate everything about this TV. Hannah Waddingham's in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Fair well, enough. Yeah. Um, She's just been announced to be like presenting in, presenting something or Euro, Eurovision called, song contest. Oh, Eurovision, that's it, isn't it? Of course, yeah. yeah, she's presenting Eurovision. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Cool, right. cool. That's Fine. well. Uh, <laughs> you'll be watching yeah. that anyway. I love it. It's amazing. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, other bits of news: Jennifer Lawrence is starring in this new. Um, uh, like R-rated, so probably like a 15, 18 over here, a comedy um, called No Hard Feelings, which like preposterous, but actually 
she's funny, Jennifer. Like I, I think the mm. the problem with with Jennifer Lawrence is she she in real life she's very funny and she's very sort of charismatic. But then she did all these kind of quite serious films, and she's not mm. really done a proper comedy. So I think that's why people have kind of been like, oh, all right, okay, fine, Jennifer Lawrence. But this comedy and basically. There's this guy, he's 19, he's not had a girlfriend, he's going to college, and his mum and dad are really worried about that he, you know, he's not going to enjoy life. So they hire Jennifer Lawrence, who is this Uber driver who gets a license taken off her, no, gets a car yeah. taken off her, um, basically hire her to kind of go on dates with him and basically, you know, see what happens, let's put it that way. Mm, <laughs> um, okay. But uh, the trailer looks really funny. It's um, it's like the tea. I think um, it's like an apatow type thing, which, you know, you're a bit up and down with, but I quite like those sorts of things. Um, so it looks yeah, quite yeah. funny. But you got the first full trailer for The Little Mermaid, the remake, and, yep, yeah, looks like another live-action remake. Well, that was, it, was, it was launched at the same time as the Oscars last night. I think it might have been premiered right. during, during. Right, okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sort of why they did it. Yeah, I mean, it looks. It, yeah, that's it. It just looks like a Disney yeah. live action remake. Good. Okay. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch on really quickly, and and this will, no, you know, no doubt change in the coming weeks uh, yeah. once the film comes out. But remember, I was talking about this Dungeons and Dragons film, and yeah. like yeah. I watched the trailer and I was like, all right, they're going for like a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing, and just going, no one is going to be bothered about this film. Um, it was like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so wow. like everyone's like, it's really good. So oh, wow. um, I might actually make a little trip out and go and watch that film when it comes out in pretty soon. I think it's like a couple of weeks or cool. something. This yeah. week, maybe. Who knows? 31st. Yeah, a couple of weeks. I think I'll go and watch it. Um, so yeah, good. there you go. Okay. Oh, right. Awards. Okay. Right. First set of awards. Are these the more important? Are these the more important awards who knows um but the razzies the golden raspberries um i just want to run through the nominations for some of these what the winners were um you know some of them are pretty funny so we'll, we'll i'll just run through them really quickly so worst picture um and it feels so bad saying like this is the worst picture but it is what it is so nominations were morbius the king's daughter good morning Disney's Pinocchio and Blonde, uh, and the winner was Blonde, which I don't know. I, I, there was things that I quite liked about that film. There was things I hated about that film, but there was yeah. I, yeah, there was for me it would have been. I mean, to be honest, it wouldn't have been Morbius because again we watched it and we were like, <laughs> nah, it was all right. To be honest, I'd probably say Pinocchio was the worst film. It but, was really but, bad. But, yeah, it's funny the this worst film thing because like the worst film is surely one of the many thousands of films that was made that never saw the light of day that never really got an yeah. audience yeah. for a good reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. funny like the Razzies are these things where they get a platform, but they're actually terrible. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I d- I didn't hate Blonde at all. I actually, you know, quite yeah. enjoyed it. I'm, so, I'm amazed Morbius didn't get didn't win that. Yeah. So, worst actor nominees were Colson Baker, aka Machine Gun Kelly, in Good Morning, Pete Davison in Marmaduke, uh, Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Disney's Pinocchio, Jared Leto in Morbius, and Sylvester Stallone in Samaritan. And of course, 
the worst person in the world, Jared Leto, got that award for Morbius. Make, they should just make that the Jared Leto award. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that might sort of, you know, they've they've dropped the Bruce Willis award, haven't they now? Um, yeah. So I think Jared Leto might take up that mantle. Uh, worst actress, we've got Bree Sellers Howard in uh, Jurassic Park Dominion, Diane Keaton in Mac and Rita, Kaya Scodelario. King's daughter Alicia Silverstone in the Requiem, but the uh, <laughs> the award went to the Razzies yeah. for their forty third worst actress nomination blunder because they nominated a twelve year old girl for worst actress, and everyone was like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? That's a horrible <laughs> thing to do." So they've awarded themselves that <laughs> that award, which fine. So, um, they do this thing every year or every few years called the Redeemer. Um, so the Redeemer yeah. Award this year went to Colin Farrell. Um, so from 2004's Worst Actor nominee to 2002's Best Actor um, oh, right. Best Actor Oscar frontrunner. So I think 2004, that was probably like, uh, prob- I, it, I bet it was actually Bullseye in Daredevil or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 terrible. So the Redeemer, I like that. Um, worst makeup slash ripoff. Sl- sorry, what am I saying? Worst remake slash ripoff slash sequel nominees were Blonde. Is Blonde a remake? Mm, Mm, Both 365 Days sequels, 365 Days, This Day, and the next 365 Days. Disney's (laughs) Pinocchio, Firestarter, Jurassic World Dominion, and Disney's Pinocchio. Got it, because it was terrible. Worst supporting actress. um, I mean, there's a lot of crap in there, but the uh, the winner was... um, Adria Arjona Arjona from Morbius. Um, Worst supporting actor. I'm just going to say this one. It was uh, Tom Hanks in Elvis. That was (laughs) a terrible Dutch accent. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, This is a great one. Worst screen couple. So some of the uh, nominations were Colson Baker, (laughs) a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son. Both real-life characters in, uh, in the fallacious white house bedroom scene in blonde uh, but the winner went to tom hanks and his latex laden face <laughs> and ludicrous accent in elvis fantastic uh, worst director went to um colson baker aka machine Gun kelly worst screenplay went to blonde um fine uh yeah right. and that's that's pretty much it so wow wow good okay good stuff there everybody good and that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, the Oscars, the 95th Academy Awards, uh, last night um, in, <clears throat> is it downtown LA in, on the mm. champagne carpet this year? Yeah. Um, various <laughs> jokes Lee about, is, made about. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis tweeted <laughs> saying, oh my God, the carpet matches my drapes. <laughs> yes. But then there was the other one that someone said, uh, they're so confident there's going to be no bloodshed this year that the carpet's <laughs> champagne. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think lots Fantastic. of jokes made with reference to last year. Um, mm. Why? Well, what happened not, last year, what, Greg? I, I can't remember, but I, I was confused when I was watching the Chris Rock thing live on uh, Netflix today. <laughs> he was referring to something about last year. Uh, Do you think Vic, that he's maybe tarnishing his like not his reputation because nobody cares about his reputation but his sort of image as the victim in this by being so, so sore about it all uh, i don't know because like, i mean i'd probably do the same thing but <laughs> yeah but i don't know because kind of the way he's done it is kind of like cool like i mean 
he does kind of protest. He's there on. I don't know. I literally watched the last ten minutes of his Netflix mm. show just to kind of see what he says. And one of the things he said is like, "I wasn't a victim. I've not been on Oprah like crying about yeah, it." Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but you have got a Netflix special where you're going to yeah. dedicate ten minutes to speaking about yeah. it on the one year anniversary of it happening. Yeah. Um, Convenient, but, though, isn't it? Somehow. Yeah, but at the same time, I kind of like the. Do you know what? that it's not okay <laughs> you, yeah. you you don't get off scot-free because you 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 know just because of who you are you're not teflon i'm gonna have my bit now i'm gonna <laughs> t- and i'm gonna and I'm, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna royally take the piss out of you and your wife and that's what he just took he just ripped mm. into it for 10 minutes which i yeah. found rather enjoyable um i, th- I didn't I'm hate massive... it i'm just gonna i didn't hate yeah. it at all but it just got me thinking like Hmm. Yeah. I don't think you're going to come off as well as you would like to come off. Anyway, so, um, there you go. Uh, so yeah, it was it was last night, and I've not seen much from the ceremony apart mm. from nice little red carpet interview uh, with uh, what she called Ashley. What's she called Ashley Graham? Oh, Ashley Graham. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant, which. <laughs> I'm not going to try and recreate it, but you need to go watch it. And it's it was like, there. go on, ask me who I'm wearing, Greg. No, no, she, no, she, goes, so she, she, she says, goes, what are you wearing? wearing? My suit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but right. who made it? My tailor. My tailor. <laughs> it's great. It's he's such been, a dad, trying to such criticize a dad him for response. It. Yeah, going, oh, he's really rude. I was like, no, he's not. He no. answered every single question. He doesn't have to suck that teeth, does he? You know what I mean? No. Yeah. What are you excited? What are you excited for seeing? What are we excited everyone. for? Everyone. Not yeah. <laughs> and, everyone, and none of it. Yeah. yeah. He was like, who are you excited, you know, to see win? And he was like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> he did not. And then yet, she's like, it... thank you very much. Let's move on. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a bit like reminds me of that Robert Smith from the Cure yeah. the Hall of Fame yeah. interview when she goes, "Oh my God, Robert Smith inundated with the, uh, the Hall of Fame. Are you as excited as I am?" <laughs> it's like, apparently, oh, not. Uh, ev- uh, apparently <laughs> not. Evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Smith reminds me of Aid so much. Not like his well, appearance, not, but it's the Nottingham his, his whole yeah, it's the whole demeanor. It just yeah, yeah. It's the same person. So funny. That's my anyway. Uh, Oscars. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, what is it to say? Are we going to run down? Are we just going to run down the winners? I think we did all the nominees la- last week. So we yeah, we did the main ones, didn't we? So, um, but I think it's it's safe to say I think our predictions were pretty close, really, weren't they? Yeah, I think we did. Pre- I don't think we, we were too we far well. off. Are we going to start from the top and do best picture? Or are we going to do it? Yeah, let's, I mean, everybody knows, don't they? So let's let's just go through them. Yeah. So, so best picture nominees. Then we had Everything Everywhere All at Once, Banshees of Inisherin, Fablesman, Fablemans, Avatar: Way of Water, Tar, Top Gun: Maverick, Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, All Quiet on the Western Front, and Elvis. And no surprise, as I said, I think this film is going to be the Oscar darling this year. And Everything Everywhere All at Once picked up the best picture, which so, great. I mean sometimes you get an outsider. I think, in a weird way, yeah, everything everywhere all at once is an outsider in a sort of a big picture. But I think we're so used to sort of seeing outsiders snag it now. Mm. Like partly, yeah. partly I don't think it would have been so expected if it wasn't for like Coda last year that sort of yeah. came in and took it. Mm. And you know, there's a lot of noise about everything everywhere all at once. But it's the fact that this low-budget, independent film 
has sort of just mm. come from nowhere I, and gone, how about this? Yeah. I was saying to Max this morning, if everything everywhere all at once hadn't received a Best Picture nomination, mm. I don't think anybody would have said anything. But the fact that it got the nomination, I said to Max, that's going to win because it's such a statement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, this this independent, weird, wacky, um, sort of, I don't know, fun little little uh, part martial arts, part sci-fi, part comedy. The fact that that got nominated is is it's it's saying yeah. something. Do you know what I mean? Um, but not also, that it's fixed but, or anything like that. No, you know but I mean? also you say <laughs> that though, and I st- I started thinking about this like best picture at the Oscars. It's interesting because you know, we, I think we always sort of have this feeling when, when like a air quotes outsider comes and sort of snags it. But if you're looking back, it's very rare in recent years that a big studio picture has taken the best picture at the Oscars. So you got um, Coda obviously won last year. Yeah. Nomadland is not even like a big studio picture yeah, at I suppose. all. It's quite a sort of a small picture. Parasite mm. sort of surprised everyone. Yeah. You know, it's not until you start going like, okay, Green Book, but still not like, that was not a blockbuster. Yeah. No, no. Um, Shape of Water, though, that's probably the yeah. last one where you go. A big name director mm. made a film and it won an Oscar. Yeah, it was that was kind of the last one, and that was twenty seventeen. You know, um, yeah. and then if you go back before that, you got Moonlight, Spotlight, uh, Birdman. Yeah, even Twelve Years a Slave was it, and then obviously Affleck, you got Argo, it was twenty twelve. So it's like yeah. it's actually not very often. You get the big studios getting these Oscars, mm. these uh, best picture Oscars. It's a, it's just, a, it's a strange one that, I don't know. It's, it is a little bit sort of unpredictable, and I like how it sort of does allow these films to come through and yeah. get that platform. Really. Anyway, what else? Mm. Okay, uh, best actor. Then nominees were Austin Butler uh, for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees, uh, Paul Mescal for After Some, Bill Nye for Living, and Brendan Fraser for The Whale. And called it, Brendan Fraser won, and very well deserved. The film isn't great, but his performance is, is pretty wonderful. Do you think um, his acceptance speech? Do you think that was genuine? Like all that trying yeah. to catch his breath? Yeah, I do. Uh, do I think, think he's. I think he's a very very humble person. Um, oh, yeah. Just just from watching interviews with him, listening to podcasts, seeing his other award, you know, if you'd said a year ago, do you think Brendan Fraser <laughs> would win Best Actor? At the, you know what I mean? So I think if you said to him a year ago, do you think you're going to win Best Best Actor? He'd be like, that was stupid. And then <laughs> you know, so I, I legit think it's it's all real. Um, I love how he gave a little shout out to his uh, his el- uh, so he's, he's he's got three sons. Two of them were sat. In the front, in the audience, and then his other his other son, he's autistic, so he's uh, he obviously wasn't yeah. like in the big crowd. And I love how he, you know, sort of looked. That's cool. That's cool. That's great. Um, cool. Okay. Um, let's go to best actress then. So uh, nom- <laughs> uh, nominees were Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. Chaos in this house, honestly. Uh, Andrew Riseborough to, to, for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for Fablemans, uh, Anna Diarmas in Blonde, Kate Watchett in Tar, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And brilliantly, Michelle Yeoh picked it up. And to be honest, I would say that was the best performance. She is great in that film. She mm. really, really is. Yeah. Um, it was between her and Kate Blanchett, I thought. So um, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah Good stuff. That. Hmm. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah, so best actor in a supporting role, uh, Brennan Gleeson in Banshees, uh, and, th- and this is the prop formula thing. Be- Brennan Gleeson, Gleeson in Banshees, uh, Barry Keoghan in Banshees, yeah. and for me, 
definitely a daft move for putting them two forward in the same category. Yeah. Absolutely going to split the votes. Not to say that they definitely would have got it otherwise, but mm. it just seems a bit daft because like, people are going to be voting in these categories based on yeah. what films they liked as well as, you know, whether they mm. thought the performance in itself, in its own right, was worthy of it. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, but it went to Ki Hoi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So uh, yeah. those who have not seen lovely, Everything Everywhere lovely. All at Once, you will, you will have seen Ki Hoi Kwan <laughs> in a film. Yeah. And that film is, David? <laughs> uh, Temple of Doom. And the Goonies, yeah. and you know, the yeah. funny thing with people saying this, well, there's this film called there's this film called Encino Man. Um, yeah. In in it was renamed in uh, the UK California Man because Encino is like a part, you know, a, a city in California. Mm. Um, and what it is, it's from the early nineties. It's uh, Brendan Fraser plays a caveman who is frozen yeah. um, in in obviously the uh, Stone Age, and then um, is. A, a guy is di- making a pool, digging his own pool in his back garden at high school, and he uncovers this caveman. Um, mm. You know, your, your typical sort of crappy throwaway, sort of late 80s, early 90s type film. But uh, mm. K. Hugh Juan is in it with Brendan Brendan Fraser as well. It's just a, just such a cute little thing, like they're quite, they're quite good friends and stuff. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, K. Hugh Juan's um, acceptance speech was lovely as well. Really, really. Lovely. So humble. Yeah. Um, yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. Next. Cool. Oh, he was, he was, what he was saying, he was looking down the lens and going, Mom, I won an Oscar. Mom, I won an Oscar. <laughs> so yeah. cool. So, I mean, this next category, I mean, best, best actress, best supporting actress. I mean, for me, this is where it kind of falls apart a bit, because, and I get a bit sort of cynical about um, some of these awards things because this is for me this is a bit backslap, backslapping because the only thing that was mainstream, if you like, about everything everywhere all at once was the presence of Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah, and on on the face of it, a bit of an odd casting, just a bit of a jarring casting for yeah. um, for that film. I, maybe that went a long way to giving it the platform that it had. I don't know, um, but. I certainly wouldn't say she is Oscar worthy in that film. Um, mm. For me, it was just like fine. I'd say I'd put far more preferred her performance, for instance, in Knives Out a few years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. this. I'm mean, not say she's bad. I just don't think it's Oscar worthy. So um, yeah, so she won Best Actress in Supporting Role and um, bat off Angela Bassett for Black Panther, uh, Hong Chao for The Whale, Kerry Condon in Banshees, and uh, Stephanie Hsu Su in Everything Everywhere, uh, which I thought yeah quite interesting. Obviously shows that splitting the vote between um, two actors in your film doesn't necessarily always mean a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's move on to Best International Film. So this was uh, Argentina 1985, um, The Quiet Girl, EO, Close, and All Quiet on the Western Front. And obviously, as we we predicted, All Quiet on the Western Front picked up that one. Um, Fantastic, wonderful, wonderful film. Uh, Best Director, so you had um, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Martin McDonough, Mm -hmm. The Banshees of Inner Sharing, Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, uh, Todd Field for Tar, and Steven Spielberg for The Wins. And yeah, The Daniels picked that one up for Everything Everywhere. No surprise there, really. Um, Best Animated Film, we said last week, so this was Turning Red, Marcel the Shovel Shoes on, Puss in Boots, Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I love how it's like Walt Disney's Pinocchio and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's like <laughs> you know the the the, yeah. um, the sort of title at the front of it. Now it's like no, no, this isn't Disney's 
This is Guillermo yeah, del Toro. Um, yeah, no surprise. I think we predicted that one as well last week. Cool. Um, Should we just whiz want... through the winners of some of the minor categories then? So, um, I mean, original song went to uh, RRR. Now, um, yeah. I've not seen this yet. This is available on Netflix. This I've is not the, seen it yet. It's one I wanted to watch for a while, but it's, yeah, it's like three and a half hours long. So it's like... Uh, you know, it's yeah. quite an investment, so I, I will watch it eventually. But it, I've just got to find the right time, really. I just did a couple more original score, all quiet, all the rest yep. of the one, which is a nice. See that pick up another one, um, and no surprise, makeup and hairstyle. I went to the whale, obviously for Brendan Fraser's um, uh, prosthetics, transformation. And whatever else went. Yeah. Transformation, if you like. <laughs> Go on, you do a couple more. Um, best adapted screenplays we were talking about this last last week what makes it an adapted screenplay um, but yeah Women Talking picked that one up uh, Sarah Pauling so fine good um, best original screenplay obviously we've got Everything Everywhere All at Once The Banshees of Sharon, Triangle of Sadness Tar and The Fablemans I thought The Fablemans might pick this one up because of the whole uh, Spielberg legacy type thing, but no, everything everywhere all, all at once picked it up. I was I was actually surprised. You know, I'm not surprised that it that it picked up because it picked up a lot. But out of them all, that's the one I pro- you know I, I thought Banshees or Fablemans would have got that one really. But yeah, cool. yeah, it would have been nice. To, uh, that's the thing that feels a bit. It's nice to see a film like this sweep up. But at the same time, I'd like to see more variety in my winners <laughs> to talk yeah. about. You know what I mean? It kind of <laughs> yeah, like, I get what you oh, mean. Got another one. Got another one. Got another yeah. one. Uh, best editing went to everything everywhere. What's the best visual effects? Obviously, um, <laughs> international feature film. Uh, oh, we did that already, didn't we? I did that film. one. Yeah, you did that one. Uh, yeah, and the only sort of other worth mentioning, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, best animated short is the Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, which uh, came out on TV at Christmas. That's the yeah. adaptation of the. It's a nice book that my kids have got. You see, you see all the stuff online. You see people posting like the like quote things of like pages of Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the right. Horse. You'll know it if you saw it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's quite a nice little animated short that came on the back of that. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick um, won one award, and that was for best sound. Best sound, yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay, well, um, let us know if any of those uh, sort of winners surprised you. Let us know if you predicted any of them, you know, correctly. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what people think about the the awards. I think it's quite a, you know, no real surprises there with the Oscars. This let's year. face it. Let's face it. It's all bollocks, isn't it? And there we go. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to our prequel episode. Tune in on Friday, where we're going to be running through the films we've been watching this week. We will be talking about Luther, the son who fell, or something <laughs> like that, as Greg said. Um, and also, of course, we'll be looking back at what Zachary has been saying film-wise this week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you on Friday. And we will leave you with this little tidbit, the film, uh, sorry, the David Fincher classic, 90s classic, Fight Club, Gregory. What would you find in every single scene of the film Fight Club? Other than Brad Pitt or Edward Norton. (laughs) There is an object in every single scene. What is it? What is it?